the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And as I always say, the easiest way to reach me, you can call me on the phone at 602-525-1370. We've got some technical difficulties in the studio this morning, so I'm going to really bore the living daylights out of Jeremy because I can't look at anything online. But I did print off some of the articles that I did want to talk about so that I wasn't reading them off of the computer. And want to share some personal stories about cars and service. So in in 2000, I bought, I shouldn't say that. In 2001, I bought a used 10,000 mile, 2000 Corvette. And it was my first Corvette and I've always wanted a Corvette. So whether it's the midlife crisis, wanting a car, whatever it was, I wanted a Corvette. And I had the car and I drove the car and I drove the car and I drove the car and started to notice that I was consuming oil, but I wasn't having smoke coming out of the back of the car. And I took the car in for service and it wasn't a recall. It was a service bulletin that there was some cars that had a consumption, oil consumption ring issue. And the oil was seeping past the rings. So they decided they were going to help me out and they were going to fix that under the service bulletin, which means I'm not paying for it because the car's still under warranty as well. It's not a recall. I don't know if they pay for service bulletins if you're out of warranty. So I knew the district manager for sales and I knew the district manager for service and I was talking to the service guy when he said Gary you know I'm, I'm really sorry you're dealing with this and uh, you know if you want to trade the car in I'll get General Motors to give you some assistance and I said you know that's great I really appreciate it and uh, but I'm, let's see if they can fix the car I really like the car so I brought the car in I had an, uh, another car to drive so the car's in the shop and I work in the dealership. So I walk over one day and I'm allowed to walk into the service department. And the car was up on a lift, but kind of not all the way up in the air. It was just up enough to get the wheels, the tires off the car and to raise it a little bit so that the technician wasn't bending over the car as much. And I happened to notice that there are no fender covers, those rubber, vinyl, whatever they're made out of, covers that they would hang over the fender, the fender protectors. 
and I look down at my car, and it looks like a red and black tiger. And the black was from the technician having his air tool hose running back and forth over the car. And it's on the fenders, it's on the front bumper, and it's on the hood. And I wasn't real happy with his attitude, so I said, you know, I know the service director. This guy doesn't know me. Obviously, he doesn't know that I work at the dealership. So I go up front, I grab the service director, I come in the back, and the service director just goes crazy on the guy. And I, you know, it wasn't, I shouldn't say crazy, just elevated tone, letting him know how disappointed he was that he would work on someone's car and that's the way he would treat it. And the guy actually said, well, customers aren't supposed to be back here. He shouldn't have seen that. And this service guy actually looked and said, wrong answer. You should treat everybody's car like your car or treat it like they're standing right over you watching you work on the car. Needless to say, the the car cleaned up. There was no marks on it at all. But, you know, if that's the way he was whipping the hose around, how else was he doing other things? And it's just, you know, what I try to explain to people is it's really important to have a great relationship with a service person in a car dealership. And I remember taking my car in one day and I noticed when I picked up, this was a different car. It was a Ford Mustang. I noticed when I picked the car up that my settings had been changed and nothing that was worked on in the car needed to have the car placed in track mode. So I went to the service advisor and I said, hey, Jose, when I checked my car and how many miles were on it, and he told me, and I said, now I'm taking my car back and there's seven more miles on the car. And I said to him, why would my car be in track mode? And his answer was, I really don't have a good answer for that. So it's always a crapshoot when anybody's working on your car. But one of the funnier stories of service departments is I took my car into a Ford dealership to have some work. The oil changed. And Ford has a weird program for how they accumulate points for the customer. You have to use the same dealer all the time. At least you had to back in 15 and 16. So I take my car and I get my oil changed. And I notice that my airbag light's on. So they, they fixed, they changed the oil. They brought back some other things to my attention. I said, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing, but I'm going to take the car to the dealership where I bought the car. That's where I'm collecting my points. So I go in and I have the car repaired. I had a battery put in. They thought there was an issue with the alternator, and it wasn't the alternator. It was the battery. So I go to pick the car back up, I go to drive out, and 
the airbag light's still on. When they called to tell me the car was ready, the service advisor missed in the screen, airbag sensor ordered, will be here, 3 p.m. tomorrow, car should be ready the next day. Great. They forgot to do that. He didn't see that part, so I didn't want to take the car. I want the car fixed. So they turn around, and he says, hey, let me just get you something to drive. Leave the car here. We'll get it handled. No problem. So they bring me up this nice fire engine red pickup truck, and I sign some papers. I jump in the car, and I leave. And I come back the next day when the car's ready, and I'd not driven that truck anywhere other than from the dealership to my house and back. Call it nine miles to the house, nine miles back. So the next day, I made the mistake of going to pick up my car at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And 5 o'clock in the afternoon, between 5 and 6 is when everybody's getting off of work, picking up their cars. So my car's pulled up, but I have to wait for the young lady to come around and check back in the service loaner that I have. Now, previously, I had had a rental car. When they didn't fix the car correctly, they gave me a dealership service loaner. Truck had 10,000 miles on it. So I see this girl walking around the truck like she's doing an inspection of a military platoon. And she's walking around, and I notice her scratching her finger here, scratching her finger there, looking at it from this angle, looking at it from that angle. And she finally walks over, and I'm standing there with the service advisor. And I said, Jose, if she says anything about damage on this car, I'm going to lose it. So she walks over, and she says, I need to get the service director involved. There's damage on the vehicle that's not noted on the form that you signed for the loaner agreement. Really, let me see what you're talking about. So as I get to the truck, so is the service director. Now, under the mirror, on the fender, about an inch below the mirror, maybe a quarter, between a half and an inch, there is a chip in the paint a little bit bigger than what a ballpoint pen mark would make if you made four circles with the ballpoint pen. And I looked at the service director, and he looked at me and said, well, you know, here's the problem. It's not on the condition report. So either you did it or you missed it when you checked the car out. Either way, you're responsible for the damage. We're going to have to take it to the body shop for an estimate. And I looked at him and said, in not so kind words, you have lost your mind. You, and that's all I said, other than don't move the car. Well, this service director didn't remember me from the couple of times we'd met in the managing partner, general manager's office in the dealership. And I walked into his deal, to his office, and he's a friend of mine going on 20 plus years. And I said, you... You, in the service drive now. And I was fuming. And he's laughing and he's going, what's wrong? I said, they told me I damaged the car. 
said, Gary, I don't care if you snap the car in half. You're not paying to fix it. So I walk out there, and I show him this chip in the paint. And he looked at the service director and kind of said, this is not the way I want patrons, customers treated, let alone somebody who's been my friend for 20 years. Do you not remember meeting Gary in my office? And he turned to me and looked and said, hey, why don't we go grab a beer on the way home? Sorry that you had to deal with this. And I looked at my friend and said, you know what? As long as he's your service director, I will never service my car in your dealership again. And it was kind of funny because he's not going to fire the service director over something that happened like that. Now, whether or not he should have or whether or not he shouldn't have, who knows? But I actually got up the next morning, drove back down to the dealership, went across the street to the Dodge dealership and traded in my Mustang and bought a brand new Challenger, which I'm currently still driving and came back and showed the service director my new car and explained to him that I kept to my word. I would never service my car with you as long as you're the service director. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, Your Car Insider. You can catch me every Saturday morning on 960 The Patriot. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 960 Patriot. My name is Gary Green, and as I mentioned earlier in the show, the easiest way to reach me is by the phone, 602-525-1370. I want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda. I've been able to fortunately find cars for clients through Joey on new Hondas and it's cars that usually he has coming in, not stuff that's sitting on the ground. So I was talking about some stories about what happened to me in service. And it's so, so important to really have a relationship with somebody in a service department. As I mentioned, I have a Dodge Challenger and 
I have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful relationship with a gentleman at Larry Miller Dodge in Peoria. His name happens to be Pete Pabst, and he's the reason that I don't want to get rid of my cars. I have extended warranties, good to 100,000 miles on both vehicles, and this guy is a gem. Uh, service relationships sometimes is more important than the sales because you only buy the car once, you service it a lot more. And, you know, I didn't mean to ramble on and on and on about what's happened to me in the service departments, but I will tell you this, whether you're renting a car, whether you're getting a service loaner, you need to go over the car and you need to mark every little blemish that you notice because I don't want anybody to ever experience what I had to deal with on that service drive with that pickup truck and the little chip. But all this came about because of a story that I saw online. And somebody that listens to the radio show, Ron, sent me this and said, you know, this might be interesting for the radio show. And I sent him back, you know, you're right. It might be interesting for the radio show. Dealer gives C8 Corvette owner new car after mechanics 148 mile an hour street race. This particular dealer disaster story has a happy ending. Now, in the picture, it shows 9.7 miles, fifth gear, and 124 miles an hour. Earlier this month, we brought you the story of a Chevrolet mechanic caught taking a customer's C8 Corvette for a high-speed joyride. It was even worse than the classic setup makes it sound. The tech ran the car up to 148 miles per hour on a public highway in a street race that went viral once the video from the car's performance data recorder was shared online. The car's owner, Michael, wasn't sure what to do at the time other than vent about it online. He certainly wasn't expecting all the attention his story got, nor was he expecting the surprisingly good ending that we've now confirmed. Over the weekend, the Chevrolet dealership agreed to trade Michael's 2021 Corvette for a brand new 2021 model in order to make things right. No strings attached, no hidden fees, and the dealer even paid the sales tax. Michael said he's extremely happy with the resolution. A little background. Worried that a noise in the engine bay of his new C8 could be a serious problem, Michael took the car on a flatbed to the Chevy dealership in late July, hoping to get a quick fix. Luckily, it was a simple issue that was squared away overnight, and he promptly picked up the car. The next day, Michael reviewed the car's performance data recorder, or PDR, and it has been set to record automatically. It captured the test drive of his new car after it was fixed from beginning to end, showing the vehicle being taken on several pulls to 100 miles an hour. Worst of all, the tech who was driving got into a street 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 race with the Dodge Charger that reached speeds of 148 miles an hour. You can read the full story here. Michael contacted the dealer's owner. His email was promptly answered, and for there, things started to happen. The owner of the family of dealerships reached out to him, and I'm laying in bed, and he texts me at at 9 at night or something, just apologizing for profusely and saying he wants to make this right. 
And then he offers me a 2020 Corvette, 2022 Corvette, and that was pretty shocking. I followed up with the dealership's general manager the next morning, and he said, hey, when can we meet? Michael showed up at the dealership the next morning. The general manager met him outside, was taken to his office where the paperwork was completed, and the new car was ordered. Okay, the new car was ordered. We configured my 2022 together and let me push the submit button to order my. So my order is in with GM. It gets better, though. When Michael's first Corvette originally arrived, it was actually missing a few options, primarily the front nose lift and the seats that he wanted. Seeing a Corvette production, seeing as Corvette production has been a bit fraught lately, he decided to just live with it. But now he's getting those accessories in the 2022. Best of all, he'll be able to keep driving the current car until the new one arrives, at which point he'll trade it back into the dealership. He's also requested an extended warranty on the current car prior to the dealership's owner offering him an entirely new ride. Surprisingly, that went through as well. If you're skeptical of all this, you're not alone. So was Michael. At every step of the process, however, the dealer was reportedly transparent and made sure to satisfy his request to get something in writing. The dealer's owner simply said it just made sense to do so. After I saw the video, I felt this is the right thing to do. He told The Drive, which is the article uh, publication, I heard it. And then it was worse when I saw it. Until you see things sometimes, you don't really understand them. He owns several dealerships in the area and says that when he opt- when the option to give Michael a new car came up, he thought it was a good one. After his conversation with him, we said, okay, why don't we just trade your car in, take it back, give you one, and we'll pay the sales tax. There are still few loose ends, however. What's going to happen to his current car, and what about the Dodge driver in the vir- video? Well, as far as Michael's old 2021 car goes, it's still open-ended, but the general man, the owner says he has a few ideas. He claims he might wholesale it or maybe even keep, keep it since he collects Corvettes. As far as the Dodge driver is concerned, Michael told us the California Highway Patrol is investigating the illegal race. We contacted the CHP and an officer confirmed there's an ongoing investigation, but couldn't share any additional details. We don't often hear this, but a dealership did the right thing. Michael has a new car. The police are investigating the race. The Chevrolet dealership has salvaged its reputation, at least with Michael. He says that in the future, only Corvette specialists and shop foremen will be taking performance cars out on test drives. That will hopefully prevent future incidents like this from happening and maintain his dealership's good standing. It's not about the money. It's about anything else. We do good. We're not, we've got enough stores at the end. We're at your beck. was what the owner said at the end of the call. This is about fixing problems, right? You know, in the early nineties, I worked in a Lexus dealership and I'll never forget going for a test drive with a young man, and I was a young man at the time. I was 20, let's see, I was 32 years old. And on the test drive, this kid thought it was okay to drive down Galvin Parkway, which is where the uh, Phoenix Zoo is, between Van Buren and McDowell. And he thought it was okay to go over 125 miles an hour. And I kind of said to him, hey, do me a favor. Why don't you pull over there and let me jump back in the car? And 
I drove back, leaving him standing on the side of the road. Uh, it was a very interesting conversation when I got back with the used car manager, the general manager, the general sales manager, and I basically said no one has the right to put my life in jeopardy going 125 miles an hour on a test drive. The gentleman was asked to leave the dealership. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special thanks to Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Adam's been super great about finding cars for me. It's crazy the inventory issue about what's going on in today's current market. We've talked about it before. This microchip problem, it's here, it's real, it's not going away anytime soon. Toyota and Honda both both announced cuts in their allocations. You know, I didn't want to sound like a jerk when I said I, I, I made that kid walk back. We weren't that far from the dealership, maybe two blocks, but it's it's uncalled for. You go for a test drive, you know, if you if you ask the salesman, hey, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay if I do that? It's one thing. But to get in a car and take off from a light and take the car to 125 miles an hour and then keep driving that way, it's it, it's not something that I think is acceptable. And I drive, I have a 485 horsepower car and I laugh because it has one of those data recorders. And my car will go way more than 107 miles an hour. And there was one night I was on the 101. There was nobody around. And I just went 100 miles an hour. I wasn't worried about it. I didn't stay there for a million years. But my data recorder says 107 miles an hour is the fastest the car has ever gone. If it's ever higher than that, after I went in for service, I'll know somebody played with my car. As I said earlier, it's really important to have a great relationship with someone in a dealership in the service department. You know, we talk about this inventory problem and the cutbacks and things like that. And, you know, I have great relationships with people and I've been helping a lot of people buy cars that are incoming. I've helped people order cars. Uh, I've had issues with cars being ordered that the bills are done but the car can't be delivered because the microchips aren't there. And there's a couple of vehicles I have that the cars were ordered and the build isn't even picked up yet. So what I try to explain to people is you don't own anything until you're sitting behind the driver's seat and you took the car home. So I had a very nice young lady this week that called me and Kelly wanted to trade her Equinox. And it was really a strange story, and Jeremy's going to get a kick out of this. My daughter's name is Meredith. So while we were sitting at the bistro, they have a coffee bar in Sanderson Lincoln Mercury's boutique in Scottsdale. Big shout out to my friend Jim Landeros, a great guy. I actually, one of my clients bought the first car that was sold out of the boutique. So 
we were talking and I heard Jim turn to the young lady and say, hey, Meredith, did your customer know their car's in yet? And she said, I'll give Lindsay a call in a couple of minutes. And I looked at her and said, you know, that's kind of ironic to hear you say Meredith and her say Lindsay in a three-second span, and my daughter's name is Meredith Lindsay. Then I turn around and I look down, and they have these snacks on the counter, and one of the snacks is these kind of health cookies, and they're called Halos. Well, one of my dog's name is Halo. Then I turn, and I'm waiting for the client, and she's having a hard time finding a place to park. You have to park in the garage, or you have to valet. There's very few park spots on the street in the Scottsdale Quarter. So I walk out, and there's a woman walking down the street, and she has a boot on. Well, she has a boot on. Well, the woman that I'm waiting to meet, the last time I saw her, she had a boot on. There was just so many, you know, circumstantial coincidences. And the funny thing, when we got out of the, when she got out of the car, Kelly, she finally parked her Equinox. She got out and she says, you know, I'm so excited. You were able to find me a car. You found the only one. And to be honest with you, I really wanted a blue one. And guess what? The one that was coming was blue. Now, We went over all the numbers. Everything came together all apart. And the only thing that I was concerned with was, is this car built or is this car in allocation? And he he assured me the car was going to be built. Now, in Toyota world, you have a 17-digit VIN number. The last six digits are all numbers. Well, if you look at a VIN number on a Toyota and there's an A in the last six digits, that means the car's in allocation. That doesn't mean it's built. It doesn't mean it's in freight status. It doesn't mean anything other than that car is physically not on the ground. I try to tell people right now that you're not signing paperwork contracting on a car that's not normally not on the dealership some dealerships will do that i don't do that if the car is not there we don't sign any kind of legal documents other than agreeing to the numbers my name is gary i'm the host of the show you can reach me at 602-525-1370 very special thought out to lundy's peoria volkswagen located 8801 west bell road in peoria arizona Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. 
Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, I hate to be repetitive, but the easiest way to reach me is call me on the phone. 602-525-1370. Uh, you can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. That name is going to be changing shortly, but you'll be redirected from that to the new website. Uh, very special thanks to David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. Uh, they've done a great job, as has Adam and Joey, helping me with clients get cars. Uh, it's always great to have wonderful relationships with people that help me help my clients get the best deals possible. And if I can't help you at this time, I'm going to be the first one to tell you I can't help you. Uh, I, the first thing I ask, and I've talked about this you know, with my in-laws needing a car, even with them, I asked them to see if they could wait, but I understand their circumstances. I understand the situation. They really sh- couldn't wait to get another car. You know, and speaking of friends and relationships, I want to send out a very special thanks to Chad Sasan over at Rodeo Kia, also in Avondale. And the, the, the funny thing is that the stores are right in a row. You have the Earnhardt Honda, you have Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, and you have the store uh, at the end of the street, the, the Rodeo Kia store. You know, one of the things that's going on is a lot of people are buying used cars versus the new cars because you can't find new cars. So what I always tell people is if you're looking at a 19 or a 20, get the history of the car, and I'll be happy to help you with that. Uh, A lot of these vehicles are rentals, and I have never, ever helped anybody buy a rental that both keys were there, okay? Uh, The owner's manuals are usually in the glove boxes. They're never been opened. The floor mats are there usually, but never seen both keys. A lot of the dealerships actually advertised on pre-owned vehicles, two keys may not be there when the car is delivered, So we talk about certain things, and and a friend of mine had to buy a car the other day, and it's a dealership that I know somebody, but I don't normally go there. And the vehicle had TVs in it, and it came with floor mats. $50,000 vehicles come with floor mats. And the funny story was, I got a call from my friend after he got the car, and he said, hey, and I wasn't there with him. He went on a, on a Sunday. I wasn't available to go. I set everything up with my friend who I knew would take care of everything. And he said, the floor mats weren't there. So the next day, which was Sunday, which was a Monday, I went into the dealership, spoke to the general sales manager, and got new floor mats ordered. So I called my friend that evening and we, we talked and he said, hey, you know, I hate to be petty. I hate to be a pain, but, you know, I can't find the headsets for the TV. TV's in the back and he's got little kids. So I laughed and I said, hey, you're not being petty. You're not being a pain. So I called my buddy and I said, hey, let me ask you a question. Where do you think the headsets for that car are? And he j- j- laughingly said, they're probably the same freaking place the floor mats are. So not only did he order floor mats, not only did he order the TV headsets, but the point about this is really simple. If you buy a new car, when you take delivery of the car, 
If you're expecting floor mats and they're not in the car, if you're expecting a second key and they don't have it, if you're expecting two headsets for the TVs and they're not, you don't have it, and you are paid for window tint and it's not on the car yet, or you didn't pay for window tint and they promised you the window tint. Remember, you signed a piece of paper in the dealership that no verbal promises will be observed. You have to have everything that you need that you're expecting to receive from the dealership after the fact that it's on a piece of paper called a WIO, signed by a sales manager, not by the salesman, by a manager. Okay, so picture this. Imagine this. When I worked in the car dealerships in the late 80s, the turnover was 400% a month. Okay, so they went through, they, were high, they had hiring classes like every two weeks to bring in new salespeople. So as they were hiring 10 new ones, the uh, 10 old ones were gone. So at the end of the day, could you imagine buying a car and the salesman promises you something and you call two days later and he doesn't work there anymore? Get everything that's owed to you on that wheel, get it in writing, you know, and I've never gone back after the fact and had an issue with getting something for somebody because I make sure when we leave, it's on a wheel. And the only thing that's as good as a wheel is a signed business card by the general manager of the dealership. If the deal was done and we noticed something and the it's after the fact and the, the deal's already done... I recently had a general manager sign a business card for a client for an item in the vehicle. Well, when they signed the business card, when the woman went back to get the the item, it was almost $300 and the price the guy in the parts department told him was $5.99 more. Well, at the end of the day, he said, hey, I'll just knock the $5.99 off. If you buy something in a car dealership, other than a warranty, I think everything else other than a warranty, you pay sales tax on. Products that are purchased and financed, some of them you pay tax on, some of them you don't. I don't think you pay tax on Gap, uh, but if you buy something in the parts department, you pay tax on it. So it's very important that... And I felt bad because she went back, she bought the item, the GM wasn't there, they did honor the price, and there was also sales tax involved. So after the fact, uh, when I told her, just go in and see the general sales manager of the dealership, he'll get you the item, and he will do it for the dollar amount, including the tax. And she said, I already bought it, will they refund the 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 tax to my credit card. And I did. I said it to her. I said, you know, after everything he did and how he bent over and giving you all the money for your trade, the interest rate that you got, what the cost of the warranty was, what he sold you the new car for, I really don't want to ask him to give you the tax back on your credit card. 
Now, what I should have added to that was if you feel the need to call and ask him, I'm not going to tell you not to, but I'm not going to ask that to be done. You know, there comes a time where it's, you know, and I'll tell you, I would say in the last year, the deal I got her was one of the best deals on a brand new car in relationship to invoice MSRP, what the trade-in was worth, and she had a really nice trade, uh, low mileage car, however, it had approximately two to $2,500 worth of body damage, and he still gave her what I thought was all the money on the car. There comes a, lo- a point in the transaction where you have to make a decision that this is as good as it's going to get. Do you want to buy the car or you don't want to buy the car? And you won't hurt my feelings. You won't offend me. You won't do anything along those lines. You know, I, I had a gentleman call me and he wanted a specific Toyota. And he was my hero, this client, because he wanted a manual transmission. And he wanted a hatchback Corolla XSE model. And that's a pretty slick looking smaller car. And with a manual transmission, it's probably pretty fun to drive. So at the end of the day, I called my good buddy at the Toyota store and he said, Gary, there's only eight of these cars coming. Of the eight that are coming, seven of them have the painted black roof. There's only one car without the roof being painted. So a couple of the stipulations the gentleman had was, I want a manual transmission and I don't want a black painted roof. Well, my friend was able to get that car from the other dealership. And when I say from the other dealership, it was in freight status, which means the dealerships can trade the cars in between each other. And when the car shows up, it gets delivered to this Toyota dealership versus that Toyota dealership. So when the car showed up, we're going to pick it up this week. and Or actually, we would have picked it up last week because if you've listened to the show, you do know that the shows are recorded. But these are the things that I can do to help people. You know, I had a really nice gal call me. And, you know, sometimes I, 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 I might sound stern on the phone, but, you know, I, I am a nice guy and I do want to help you. But... I don't care what your negotiating skills are right now. They've gone out the window. Dealerships don't care if you buy the car. Because if you don't buy it, someone else will. And this was back to that A in the VIN number of the Toyota. Well, this truck paperwork was written almost two months ago. The odds of that A car not being delivered to the dealership and already sold are probably slim and none. Now, if she'd have called me two months ago and said, hey, Gary, what do you think I should do? This is what I have. You think I should do? I would say that sounds like a really fair deal. Sounds like they're giving you a good amount on your trade. And it sounds like I would tell you to go buy the car. Now, I have to now see if I can help her because the car that was on that paperwork from July, I don't believe is there. You know, I had an opportunity over the weekend to help a gentleman that lives in California. And he called me up and he wanted to buy a hybrid Camry. And everything that the dealership was talking about was incoming, 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 incoming. And I said, listen, 
you got to be careful with what says incoming because who knows if it's still available, what it is. He said, well, I saw a car at a dealership's property, on the property. I said, okay, great. Tell me about the car. Well, it's not a hybrid Camry. It's an SE Camry. I said, well, SE's my favorite trim level. And I do, for the long haul, I prefer the four-cylinder over the V6 in the Camry. And if you have to have the V6, it's a lot harder to find a V6 Camry than it is to find a four-cylinder Camry. So we started to talk, and I said, let me ask you a question. How many years have you had your current Toyota Corolla? 17. How many miles are on your car? 250,000 miles. I said, 17 years, 250,000 miles, that's roughly 13,000, 14,000 miles a year. The difference in the price of the hybrid versus the gas motor, how long will it take you to make up that difference? So I coached him through buying the car at the dealership that was close to his home in California. And he was very thankful for everything I did. And he listened to everything I said, because I said, if you are going to keep a car 17 years, I don't know what the cost of a hybrid battery is when it needs to be replaced. And you probably would have to replace that in the 17 years. So he kind of listened. He thanked everything I said. I, I do know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to the car business. I can fix leaks in my drip system. I can help people buy cars, and I kind of draw the line there. I've got a lot of friends in the automotive industry. If you have a problem with a car and you need some help, and it's not just buying a car, please, there's sometimes there's people I can help you with. It's relationships that I have, and they treat people just the way they would treat me. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. You can always reach me at 602-525-1370. You can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. There is a contact form where I will reach back out to you from the email. Uh, I so much prefer the phone. Once again, my number at 602-525-1370. I appreciate those people that listen to the phone. Uh, I'm sorry, listen to the show. Reach out to me by phone or by the email. Uh, I'm here to help you. I am not selling you a car. I'm helping you buy a car. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, 602-525-1370. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 